0: <laughs> it's as good as it's gonna get
1: awesome you know here we are mm-hmm. the most infamous podcast at least in ohio at least maybe mississippi mm-hmm. michigan better watch out. <laughs> neighboring states pennsylvania indiana we, we coming mm-hmm. kentucky yeah watch your back <laughs> Word. We're gonna eventually be the illest podcast in all of those states, and then we're just gonna work outward from there. You know, we have the whole North American block. Word. Right down. Yes. Super Duty Tough Work Blueprint and a Logic Live mm-hmm. on the radio again. Yep. Ah, uh, feels like I haven't seen you in a minute yeah it does but I feel like I've seen you every weekend for the last month
2: yeah it's been like that (laughs) and I'm gonna see you again in a couple days yeah yeah (laughs) shooting them things shooting them things
1: man the videos getting them knocked out yeah the the feedback has been good very good the last one was looking
2: crispy very very crispy Mm, the Mm. next
1: one though yeah I got got Mm. some shit in the bag oh
2: do you some editing tricks
1: not even that just like just the the, the crispy mm, clean footage man. yeah
2: the cleanness I'm starting to get the look that i've been dreaming about i mean just straight off the camera though it was looking yeah yeah straight off the new joint yeah it was looking buttery so i can't wait till you touch it <laughs> can't wait man i'm excited about yeah the future. can't wait can't I'm, wait I'm really can't excited wait. about the future man plus you know i did my taxes this
1: week mm-hmm. got that that man off my back right and uh boy
2: yeah Oh,
1: i feel like a new man this week
2: feel that and so uh yeah podcasting podcast
1: that every motherfucking week. that's what we do so yeah this week is this is a topic that um actually came from a friend of the show mm-hmm. dj Pos too yes from columbus ohio my mans he hit me up the other night and we had a conversation about just he was asking about like a uh jay Rawls record he was like yo no, it was a uh, reflection, internal record. He's like, "Yo, have you heard blah, blah blah song on there?" He's like, "Some, some is panned this way, and is panned that way.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Why do people do stuff like that?" Oh, and we just started talking about panning, and I was just kind of explaining to him like, yeah, uh, how people used to mix records for specifically for headphones. Right? He never really thought about it that way. Like, oh, this is deliberately
2: just for headphones,
1: right? Because you can listen to the same record on a regular system mm-hmm. and you will hear none of
2: that stuff yeah and it sounds different it's a different feeling yeah it just feels like it's coming at you
1: yeah yeah and so it gives the same album two different feelings mm-hmm. and so this episode mm-hmm. you know and he was like yo y'all should do an episode about the best headphone albums and here we are yeah because he was the one that's the recommendation so here we are today yeah you know? and so this episode this week is about the best headphone album Albums.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know if it's of all time. Yeah, but it's at least that we've heard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know, best,
2: I'm sure there's more.
1: Yeah, there's probably more. Yeah, you know, man. so people don't light us up in the comments mm-hmm. about some shit that what came about, out last week. What about? <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Right.
0: now listening to super duty tough work with your host blueprint raw and uncut adult conversations no shucking no jobbing and no bullshit cool bam
1: word super duty tough work podcast I'm talking about the best headphone albums
2: yeah. of all fucking Now I have heard there's some good headphone albums that are of the I guess genre of hip hop that we don't really fuck with. Trap? Yeah, like some some
1: (laughs) (laughs) genre that shall not be named. I mean, you know,
2: like cold cold words. But yeah, I've heard like um I've heard like uh 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 what's his name? I think Travis Scott. Astro yeah. World, I heard that album sounds really, really fucking I good in headphones. Um there's a few of those yeah. like, you know, those trap dudes that shit is mixed like yeah i can believe that yeah
1: i can believe that yeah yeah that makes sense
2: super clean but yeah like, we,
1: i haven't heard it yeah i haven't listened to it either so as you, you know what's funny and our listeners probably have exactly. it exactly but some of them may have i don't want to say that but yeah you know, some we have of them a have a wide range of listeners we do we do but we just talk about what we know right that's right. our strength yeah you know so uh we're not one of those podcasts that try to be hot and trendy.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We talk what we know. <laughs> talk it. about where we at.
1: Right, 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 right. Start where you are, <laughs> right, baby. That's right. what we do every week. <laughs>
0: yep.
2: And
1: so we're going to start with the honorable mention. We got 10 of these albums mm-hmm. and we're going to start with the honorable mention,
2: which is Diggable Planets Below Outcome. I love this album. I know. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. Literally. I like know. Seriously. We what used, a, used to bang
1: this a we lot. We used to bang this a
2: lot <laughs> on the road.
1: You know what's funny about this record? This record is like, it's one of my favorite records of all time. Mm-hmm. But it's also my record, the
2: record that I have a have biggest pet peeve about. What's, what's the pet peeve? The vocals are too low. <sighs> Dog. That's that's what I hate about the record because it feels like I have to turn it up even though I turn it up. All the way. Yeah, it's like I have to turn it up in order for...
1: Like they mumbling in the background.
2: Yeah, man, but it's it's, Come on. it's such a beautiful album. It's so good. It's so good.
1: I don't know who, who messed up that vocal part. I'm like, why don't you just turn up the, just doodle, two, two doodle
0: more DBs, man. From
2: what, I, from what I've read about, because I did, I tried to do a little research on like the mixing and mastering of all the albums and stuff that we yeah. picked. And um, from what I read, Doodlebug... Did the production and the mixing and mastering? I knew the production. I didn't know he did all that other yeah, stuff. Yeah, he did. Like wow. he did the whole fucking record. He did too much. He did a little too much because <laughs> <laughs> the record, the the the, yeah. the vocals are a little low. Pe- look, two and, to three dB, man. And the guests and the guest appearances are so beautiful, yeah. beautifully placed on this record. Come on, man. So we're, we're fans of the record, yeah. right?
1: but The record is on this list because it sounds good and yeah, man. it sounds good. And so, headphones. like, I, when you look at like the record, you know, the intro starts out with the
2: Yeah.
1: But what's crazy is like some of the hands are over here, yeah. some of the horns over here. Yep. Yeah. Some of the horns over here. Yeah. The horn's over here. Yeah. And they like da, 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 da. <laughs> You know, it, that's fucking cr- great. Mm-hmm. You know, wait a And I don't know if that was him or if that's just the sample or, or yeah. live. Yeah. But it just sounds fucking great. You know, like there's other there's tracks on there that have like because overall it only make ambulation because it doesn't have a lot of true stereo mixing on it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean but it does have like these elements right. because it's so jazzy mm-hmm. and it's got like there's guitar uh, riffs that are played rhythm guitar that'll be coming in your right ear right. frequently throughout
2: the record yeah it's, it's parts that move move yeah. around
1: yeah yeah like uh the intro yeah the horns are appearing left right the the dogged parts slightly right there's kalimbas on the left every mm-hmm. now and again. It's not a lot of cor- padding going on, but this record came out
0: in 1994. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So
1: in 1994, which you'll notice about a lot of things
2: on this, this was new shit. Yeah, like the way that it was mixed, the way it sounded. Yes, th- no record had really sounded like that before no. this record. No, hip hop was
1: always mixed. like So, so for those who are one, like why a, why a record start, sounds good at headphones? I guess we take it back to there. Right. So imagine you have on headphones, right, and you have things ninety percent of the time, ninety nine percent of the time, sounds is all coming up the middle. Mm-hmm. It's mixed equally between the left. Yeah and a right speaker yep. a stereo feel so what people started doing in the mid 90s hip hop people start doing was making what we call headphone albums mm-hmm. albums that have now this is something that existed in rock for years yeah like rock albums had been uh, on that for the Beatles and stuff yeah. they had stereo mixes mm-hmm. but a lot of the hip hop albums were kind of new to that kind of engineering and so what they would start doing is taking some of the instrumentation or the vocals and panning it slightly mm-hmm. to where you get this mix that sounds crazy bugged out in the headphones yeah. but when you Listen to it a regular system, mm-hmm. you don't even notice.
2: You don't even notice. Yeah, you would
1: not know. So you get these two different experiences, mm-hmm. and so you have albums like diggable Planets, mm-hmm. Blowout, Cone, which sounds completely different mm-hmm. yeah. in headphones than it does. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when I listen to the headphones, I feel the the vocals are cool.
2: Yeah, exactly. When I
1: listen to it in a car stereo, it's the too vocals low. are too low. Yeah you know yeah and so and this is one of my favorite headphone albums but i can't bang it like i want to anywhere else because mm-hmm. the vocals piss me off
2: yeah and what was the song it was one of the songs in particular where they did the vocals like in the yeah. the first like i think eight bars of their verses like the vocals paying back and forth i forget the I'm name sure. of the song um sure. i think it's the joint with uh i might be the joint with jay rule on it not the uh i can't remember yeah but it's one of the songs where their vocals actually jump back and forth in the headphones yeah and it's pan that way that like the first eight bars of each of their um their um the verses
1: yeah but you know outside of that it's not a lot it's not a lot yeah it's not and like you're saying even the choruses are not necessarily which you know a lot of the other stuff we're going to get to today right from the vocals to the music is just yeah crazy yeah ultimate the headphones are the best experience for these albums yeah so that's the number one that's the uh, honorable mention Diggable planets and now we got this other one you know number 10 Mm -hmm. which is you know, I kind of feel like this is the, the the one that set it all off.
2: Mm, oh man, come on.
1: And it's it's not even crazy compared to what's happening now. <laughs> right, but but at that time, oh yeah. this is what this was that deal. Mm-hmm. And the number 10, you know, uh best headphone album of all time mm-hmm. because we know all things. <laughs> Past, present, you know, and future Uh, is a tribe
2: called Quest Low End Theory. It's a beautiful record. Sonically, this record just sounds great. Oh, God. Come on, man. Like, honestly, for me, this is for me personally, this would be higher on the list. Yeah,
1: I know. But only because they're they're on here multiple times. Right, 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 right. Yeah. But I went back and the only reason (laughs) it's not higher is because, okay, it
2: sounds great. Sounds beautiful.
1: But I don't think it's truly, truly
2: a stereo mix.
1: Right. That's yeah. all it is. It, it doesn't have as much stereo shit happening on there. Now, when you start talking about like rap promoter, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some of those joints where they, they'll have like little riffs coming in with the samples and the cuts. Mm-hmm. They got a little tricky on those. But uh overall, it just sonically sounds great.
2: It's a great sounding record. This this is one you could definitely bump in the car. Yeah, and oh. it's
1: minimal. Oh yeah.
2: minimal. Like,
1: I don't know if you've seen any of those interviews where Q-Tip was talking about uh, how basically he was trying to copy what Dre was doing on The Chronic. Oh, no. Yeah. He basically was talking about when when they before they started uh, Tribe. I mean, this is Low End Theory album. He heard The Chronic Mm -hmm. and they were just like, yo, this shit is insane right like there's never been a record that sounded like that sonically mm. we want to do a East Coast version of that mm. and so they basically said okay which is why it's so minimal right to get that the sonics that they wanted where it sounded good because then people were making what a jeep music right right and it right. wasn't even for headphones then it was like yo this got to sound good in a car so the low end on that record is is crazy mm-hmm. uh, hence the title right the low end theory sonically it's very sparse mm-hmm. when I first heard that record it kind of bucked me out I didn't like it because it was I felt like nothing was going on Mm-hmm i remember thinking why is nothing else happening in this music right and then you know you play it in different systems you're like oh i get it yeah yeah now yeah it's
2: so clear yeah
1: so clear and clean because you think about just how the record starts it's like there's songs and moments where it's just drums and a bass line was this bob power yeah engineer yeah Yeah. Yeah. i think this is when he was yeah i think he yeah he started with this record Mm -hmm. where they start saying his name at least right right you know but yeah low in theory it's number 10 like to me it's not super super headphoned out mm-hmm. like the rest of these are on the All list right. but it's kind of the godfather yeah of, of, of the of sound the, yeah of the sound that yeah. we're gonna be talking about on this list mm-hmm. and that's number 10 okay number nine mm. kanye west my dark twisted fantasy
2: oh i listened to this album again today <sighs> Me it's too. so good yeah. yeah it's so good <laughs> so many good songs yeah and then, and it, and then it just sounds like it's like we talked about it a little before on air but there's no album that is mixed like this album that i've ever heard no no. like the way that it's mixed is like even the vocals are super high sometimes the music sounds far in the back but it's still clear like it's it's just it's wild how how this album was mixed
1: yeah yeah i got some notes about like the opening track oh god like uh it it sounds when you listen to headphones (sighs) It's, it's got this ser- stereo mix where it almost sounds like you're sitting in the middle of a goddamn symphony orchestra. Mm-hmm. Like you're in a church these, almost. Yeah, it's got these strings, this lush coming from this side. And mm-hmm. you got like the. Uh, uh, uh. Yep. You're like, damn, where am I? Like, it takes you somewhere different. Yeah. But it doesn't. Again, you don't even catch how that sounds on a regular stereo.
2: Right. Exactly. It
1: just sounds good. Mm hmm. When you put on headphones and you feel like you're like sitting in the middle of fools playing this shit. Yeah, it's incredible.
2: It is very incredible. <laughs> and the, I mean, in the singing, like yeah. the hook, especially, uh, oh, it's so be- it sounds it sounds like you're surrounded by these voices. Yeah. Bro. Like you're in the middle of a circle and the choir is singing around oh. you. Yeah, like the dark fantasy track where it's got the.
1: Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. The keys are left.
2: Yeah. Da, da,
1: da, da, da. And then the strings da, da, are right. Mm-hmm. I never noticed that until recently mm-hmm. because I was listening to it regular in the, in the ride. Yeah, in the car. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> right. catch that. Yep. But you listen to it, it's like, yo, you hear that and you hear him coming. I used to fantasize this back in Chicago, Mercy right up the center. Yep. It's fucking crazy after mm-hmm. they already hit you with all those strings that are insane. Yep. Like the whole the record is crazy. Like you get later on in uh songs like Power. <sighs> yep. You know what I'm saying? Like that uh the vocal sample in there, mm-hmm. the um Gosh, what's the one at the end of the chorus? Uh, but it's it's a King Crimson sample. Whatever it is, it's like guitar. Oh,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. That goes from like left, left to, to right.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's real full, quick, qu- too. Yeah, real quick. Yeah.
1: It's, it's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, pan stereo, all the interludes, the outros, credible mixes. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the lights. It's got like a swinging, the horns start over here.
2: And then it fades.
1: It's really good, man. Like, obviously, what I also think on here is like, this record's got a combination of like, where the music has dope stereo mixes right, and the vocals. Because yeah, once you get to like, Monster, Runaway, like power, when you start hearing like, the vocal mixes—they're mm-hmm. really lush. Mm-hmm. It's like at least four or five voices on each side, right?
2: Different voices too. Yeah, and the harmony kind of meets in the middle, and it's yeah. oh, it's so it's so beautiful. Crazy, crazy.
1: But uh, yeah, that's it's it's fucking sick.
2: Yeah, if if you're. If you are a fan of Kanye or not, listen to this record again in headphones. Yeah. If you're a fan of just engineering just good sound and shit. Yeah. Listen to this record in headphones. Yeah. Like this cuz this is one of the things when I um when I had Bombay start to mix my album when when we started um you know before yeah before it was finished like i told him to listen to this record yeah and i was like this is how i want you know i want kind of some of these effects as far as how things are panned and the movement and the voice to be surrounding and things like that and i ended up mixing it myself but i got some of those things yeah like you know because i would take vocals and split them and make two tracks of them and pan both of them hard left and hard right yeah you know what i'm saying and did that with a lot of shit so this record really like Influenced a lot of the shit that I've been mixing yeah, personally. It's
1: fucking crazy. And, and the thing too about this record, I want to add before we move to the next one, is that like there are records who are more ambitious mm-hmm. on a stereo mix. Like yeah. they're more experimental. Right. This one is not necessarily experimental, it's just done with class and effectiveness. Yes, it's beautiful. Every song, right? Every song. It's not like you never feel like the stereo mixing was just someone randomly fucking around trying yeah. to figure it out for that one song for that one song yeah it's like no we know we're doing every song and every song is going to sound like this yeah you know and it just sounds amazing in the headphones yeah it does so that's number nine okay number eight.
2: eight oh
1: yeah this is one the roots illadelph half-life
2: beautiful fucking
1: record <laughs> 1996 yes yeah this record man i remember this one when it dropped <laughs> yeah <laughs> you were just like oh yeah the thing about this one too it reminds me that like some of these records the, the older ones we couldn't c- completely appreciate them like we do now
2: right right
1: like, because like we're saying in 94 95 wasn't nobody mixing like that
2: Nah, and i don't think and personally like i wasn't as as um as much of a head you know as far as like listening to that i just knew it sounded different and it sounded better than the records that i heard the years prior but i didn't completely understand it like i do now like when i listen to records now it's like oh oh yeah oh that's what they're doing
0: <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you catch it
1: yeah like illadel half-life like it starts off with like that that interlude with the people talking mm-hmm. right and it's a bunch of different voices talking about them but yep. indirectly right and then but each voice is on a different side so, yeah it so, comes in it's crazy and it'll just be going it's just gone right and then it comes back with like the keys and the keys are are muffled keys. They're moving left to right mm-hmm. and then, and back again. You're just like, what? The, what's going on? It puts you in this weird space yeah. with headphones on, and then it goes into you know respond, react, mm. and and look the, the dope thing about response is so minimal. Yes, it's literally only got like three instruments. Yeah, in it, but it's sick because it's like the piano. You know what I'm saying? Like you. <laughs> The piano circles around your head. Oh my god. man if you listen to the headphones, it's just like ding, 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 ding. It's just circling You're like, yo, this sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's not that much else going on. And yeah. it's like these two dudes rhyming. It's like um I think on this song, like they start off in a center or slightly, slightly, slightly right. Yeah. And then their ad-libs are all hard yep. left.
2: Yep. Yeah.
1: So you they're rhyming here, and you're like, okay, they're over here. And then it's coming and their libs are like, oh, snap.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. It's fucking
1: sick. I got some other notes on it. On, on. So people, when you go home, if you, cause I know some people are gonna list these records. So I'm gonna tell you right, something to right, look out right. for. Um, this song Panic.
2: Oh man, that's another one.
1: Come on, you got you got Roselle beatboxing parts of that shit. <laughs> yep. And then it's like, you got like the hi-hats though that he's he's doing are separate from the bass and the kick. Yep. And they're like somewhere weird off. <laughs> it's like, it's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, You know what I'm saying? Like what they do, dope stereo uh, panning on that shit. With the guitars, you know what I'm saying? And the guitar is moving around left to right. Mm -hmm. The horns are panning left to right, alternating between left and right. Um, no alibi. Same thing with the keys. Yeah, the keys come in. They're dancing around left to right. Yeah, like you
2: got these in headphones. Just like what? Yeah, the this shit girl. is. I mean, and this was this came out uh, like well before I started smoking. But when, <laughs> when I when I did start smoking, yeah. like this was one of those albums that I would just zone out to, dog. Yeah, yeah. Like I'd be high and just put this in my headphones and just sit there like stuck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's great
1: yeah man so like yeah on uh, like the great pretender mm-hmm. like malik b's chorus starts he says one chorus on the yep. left ear says the other one on the right ear yep. and then he starts rhyming right in the middle mm-hmm. and it just kind of gets you like what's going on here but uh that's the roots it's number eight uh we'll take a break and we'll be right back if you've been listening to the podcast recently then you know i've been working on a brand new book that i hope to have out in the next couple of months, but. In the meantime, I'm here to let you guys know that all three of my first books are back in stock at weightless.net. That means Adventures in Counterculture book, back in stock. Word is blog, back in stock. And my most recent book, What a Night, a book about the worst shows of my career, is back in stock. All back in stock, and you can get all three of those for just $25 on weightless.net. Once again, all three of my books are available for just $25 on weightless.net. Back to the show! Yeah,
2: word super duty. I'm feeling some nostalgia going through this. (laughs)
1: There's a lot of it. Yeah, there's a lot of it going around. Yeah, Yeah. Talking about these records that, you know, have influences kind of indirectly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Knowing what I know now about mixing, I appreciate this stuff so much more. So much more. You know, because I feel like headphone albums are just starting to come back. Like, they're starting to really hit now. Mm -hmm. Guys are doing so much more. Right. But back in the day, they weren't this adventurous. So, uh, yeah, we got seven more. Mm -hmm. Best headphone albums of all time. Number seven, the nonce world ultimate.
2: I'm gonna have to go back.
1: You gotta go back. I'm gonna have to go back. This is a sleeper joint. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back. But I (laughs) had to put it here because technically
1: it's it's beyond a lot of records. Really? I gotta go back. I gotta go back. When it comes to stereo mixing and doing things, like this record came out, I think, in 94, 95? Yeah, 94, I think, or 95. The thing about this record that they were doing that no one else was really doing back then is they were like stereo mixing elements of the beat. Mm. It was all sample stuff. It mm. wasn't like you got a guitar player playing over you. put it right. on. They would have like a horn stab and they would cut the stab in, start it left and, and right. Mm. And then, then echo it out and it would be over there. And then it would, they were doing that shit. Every chorus on this record is like, whoa. Yeah, because in addition, because obviously, you know, it started off with guys just doing stuff with the vocals every now and again. And then as eventually the music starts to get more stereo. And this record to me was one of the first ones I ever heard where I was like, what's going on here? Like it would start out with elements that were like part of the beat, but they didn't sound. They weren't with that section of the beat. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, you got a piano riff that comes in twice, but you're just going to put it
2: on the right side and scratch it in. Yeah, see, I got to listen to this record. Yeah. I think I heard it probably early when it first came out. Right, but I haven't listened to it probably years. Yeah, at least a decade.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't. Li- I haven't and it revisited it. That popular of a record, exactly. That's like, what I'm saying. The Nats is some obscure West Coast <coughs> right. uh, rap. Like you got to be ahead. Like the Nats, Saphir, mm-hmm. AC alone. Mm-hmm. Like they were all,
2: Ahmad, like, Ahmad. they were yeah. all on
1: major labels, right. but they all had like one album and they were done. So yeah. it's like those who knew knew, mm. but it wasn't like they had huge singles or anything like yeah, that. Yeah.
2: They had like one video. I, used I to believe mix tapes. Mixed tapes and now, now I'm an MC. MC.
0: Yep. <laughs> I like the rise and beats. Yeah.
2: But yeah, that cat Satch, um,
1: he, uh, he produced it all. And mm. I'm thinking he probably, because he produced it, he probably handled the mixing too, mm-hmm. because there's some shit there. I mean, so some of it sounds like it's like tribe influenced, mm-hmm. you know, the production, but, um, The stereo mixing on it is great. Like I got some notes on here, so like it's like the opening thing starts out with this on the air shit ad lib. We're on the air, we're on the air, and it's just like this conversation going on, and that's like the on the air is rotating left right. You got this conversation goes the other way. That's
2: crazy. It's bugged out. I gotta listen. I'm I'm gonna listen to it
1: tonight probably. You know, and then all the scratching on the shit pretty much is is stereo. Mm -hmm. There's no scratching that's coming up the middle. Mm. So whenever they scratch something, it's coming. Next phrase over here. It's just, this stuff is cutting straight across. It's just bugged out, man. Um, bus stops, the chorus is in stereo completely. You know, you don't notice you hear it in steadphones. Mm. Um, The keys are moving left and right. Horn samples are, are switching ears during the cooks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta listen to it's this crazy. tonight. crazy.
1: Yeah, it was like, but I never noticed that stuff when I was playing it back then. Mm. Then when I started listening to stuff on headphones, I'm like, oh. Mm. now I really really like this record because I didn't catch all that stuff before you know so nope. um this song testing is that song called testing that's supposed to be like it sounds like true sound design mm. you know what I'm saying because like they're they're mimicking a mic test it's just an interlude uh-huh. I'm have one. and so they're like hey is this thing on and so it sounds like they're in the venue okay but while they're doing that like the samples are all going moving around stereo in different places. So they got testing, 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 testing. And they got this piano thing that's moving around as well. While wow, they're sound like they're trying to check and get the mics right. That's dope. Yeah, it dope. sounds dope. fucking dope. It sounds like they're in a venue. It's fucking dope, you know? But yeah, it's it's a slept on joint. So mm. I don't know if people ain't heard of this, that's cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? But this is one you should research and just listen to in headphones. And that's the nonce world ultimate. Word. Okay. Number six. Classic ah classic this is a slept on too so slept on ah number six organized confusion
2: the equinox beautiful fucking record most people most people like when they think of organized they think of um stress, um, stress. Uh, yeah extinction yeah agenda. extinction agenda yep yeah. but this one yeah so much burn ah uh, i wonder why that is too because you know what the, it made me think because yeah the,
1: their first record had that that hit mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so right. stress was a big hit and it wasn't a concept record right this was a deep concept record. very deep and so people i some people just were not ready for this record when it came out
2: wasn't it like skits in between every song yes yeah it
1: was a straight up story yeah it was like you could take like uh not dead presidents but what's the one uh
2: belly
0: oh yeah it was basically like yeah it was uh, like belly belly and album form yep <laughs> yep. You know, you got two dudes who came up together. Mm. One is normal,
1: one is just like shoot everything up and ask no questions. Yeah. And the album is about just these
2: dudes, you know, uh, adventures and their rise and fall. The the um the narrator's voice is yeah. so dope. Right. It's got a narrator, yeah, which is like sound
1: design. Mm-hmm. Shit you don't see, you didn't see that back then. Yeah. You'd have people just like legit narrating an album. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? Right. In and shit. Like they really did that. The album starts off with a guy narrating. Rating. Well, first it starts out with them in the car. Mm-hmm. And so you got the whole sound design of them being in the car.
2: Yep. So you hear all it's like they're in the car. Yeah. So you hear there's, horns yeah. and uh yeah.
1: rain. Mm-hmm. The rain comes left and right. Like, yo, I like, like I feel like I'm in the car with these dudes. Mm-hmm. Right. And one puts something in the deck. You can hear the tape deck. They're loading guns. Like you mm-hmm. can hear all of it. It's fucking incredible, man. It's like, oh shit. Yeah. You know, so so this one, there's not a lot of like um of um uh, of uh, vocal stereo right. stuff going on. It's
2: all musical and interlude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah and the interlude is well, it's heavy but there is that that, that questions joint. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so Organized Confusion was a two-man group who had like two dudes going back to back a lot. So what they would do on this record they would have one dude start the chorus over here. Mm-hmm. Other dude start the chorus over here. So you listen, it just sounds like you're in the middle and then when they rhyme in the middle and they get back the chorus, it's like, he's over here now, he's yep, over here. Yep. And then their ad-libs would always be somewhere different. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they would put the ad-libs in completely different places every ad-lib. Yep. You know, like, okay, that one's over here. Now we go back over there. It's crazy. So uh this is a slept on one, but I think this is one of the first ones that, that made me appreciate like true sound design mm-hmm. in hip hop because I think the interludes did that. Yeah, That's number six, okay. And besides, it's one of our
2: favorites. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Man, like this record is banging. Like. Got got mad burn uh, in the whip the during tours. Right here, come on. <sighs> Stories, hate. <sighs> yeah, mm-hmm. incredible concept. Record. Mm-hmm.
1: That influenced us so much. Yeah. Like, uh. Okay, number five. Mm-hmm. This is one that everybody should know. Yeah. But number five, top headphone album, Outcast 9.
2: Even the sun goes down. <laughs> Heroes eventually die.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, you know, this record made me think about how, like, um, I think some of the the reason we didn't see as many stereo mixes in hip-hop was because it was sampled.
2: Yeah, this is true.
1: You know, like, I I feel like even, and, and with the sampling thing, I feel like I wasn't sampling in stereo until I got the NPC. Mm-hmm. I feel like none of my EPS's were stereo sampling, it was all mono sampling. Yeah. Whereas once the MP came out, then you could sample something that sounded in true stereo if it wasn't true stereo, I had a true stereo mix. Mm-hmm. But Outcast wasn't sampling that heavy like that. But they were, but they were playing over top of a lot. Of right,
2: samples. it was a lot of instrumentation.
1: Yeah, replaying things. Yeah. And so when they came, I feel like they took a quantum leap almost.
2: Oh, yeah, and stereo mixing, yeah. the way the because the way this album sounded compared to um spodio with the first album, yes, very, 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 very different. different. yeah, very the first different. one was straight down straight down the middle, straight, straight <laughs> hip hop, normal, normal shit,
1: yep, yeah. this one was like from the opening thing, you were like, oh, this is not this is gonna be some different shit. Yeah, this different. And I think the instrumentation is great. and this is one where you start seeing like, okay, the music. Is starting to be all over the place. Mm-hmm. So like on uh, Rosa Parks, like that hi-hat is panned hard right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Only drums that are some of the drums are center, but then the 808 yeah. and the baseline is hard left. Yeah, and so it's like it's it, but it totally works. Mm-hmm. It's like I would have never thought to just put the hi-hat over here. But then the 808.
2: Yeah. And when you listen left. to it in headphones, it's like it's, it's it's almost chaotic. Yes. But it's but it works so well together yes. that you don't mind the chaos in your ears. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, the keys
1: on the art of story to- st- storytelling, they slowly rotate mm. around the thing. So mm-hmm. it's not nothing crazy, right. because it's crazy you're mixing, but it's just, it's it's very adventurous compared to what we were before, right. because I think some of the ones from 94, 95, they just kind of set it there.
2: Mm-hmm. It had, they didn't, move it, they as didn't much. move it
1: as much. Now, with, with Outkast, you start seeing stuff moving. Like, the vocals are moving. The, the drums are moving. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, there's one that had like a... Uh, like, okay, yeah, this is still this art of storytelling. There's a shaker and it's left. There's one where they had like a drum field that goes right to left.
2: Mm. You know what I'm saying? What You're so. going to make me go back and listen to all these albums yeah. again.
1: Outcast was on some shit. Yeah. I mean, because
2: even Stank on ya, I think that was the album after this one. Yeah. That one is mixed real crazy yes. too.
1: Yeah. And we probably could put that in the same slot as this. Yeah. So we I guess with, with this, we'd definitely say, yeah, stay Yeah Aquimini. Cause once they started doing it. Oh yeah. It was yeah. They were out of here. Over. <laughs> it was gone. It was yeah. no, no coming back, man. So that's Outcast Aquimini at number five. Okay, we're gonna go to number four. The mm. number four mm. top headphone album of all time. And it's gonna be controversial Yeah. Me, but Kanye West, 808s it heartbreaks
2: It's mix so beautifully sounds like just butter ah. It's magnifique if you, even if you don't like the album bruh the sound of this album is fucking oh man
1: yeah it was i mean it's it's clearly you know one of the most influential
2: albums of the last 10 years. If not the most, yeah, if not the most influential.
1: Clearly, because prior to him, we don't have rappers uh, auto-tuning, singing like that. He started, I mean, the whole Drake thing, Mm -hmm. that was on the back of Kanye West. Yes. To to all these dudes singing and, and Kanye started all of that. He's dude.
2: like the father of modern day hip hop. It's was the real this shit. record. Yeah, this record. And what's wild is this record is not that great.
1: <laughs> it's no got record. some good songs it's on it. It's got a few jams on it yeah. that I, I still put on, like, you know, Paranoid. Oh, Paranoid stuff. That dope. shit gets me angry, You know what I mean? So, yeah. So paranoid. yeah. The beat. <laughs> but, like, overall, mm-hmm. it's got maybe four.
2: I like Street Lights. Street Lights is dope. Street Lights is dope. Like, yeah.
1: But, yeah, it's not on par with his. When he dropped this, if you look at his song by song, it's mm-hmm. one of his force records.
2: Oh yeah, song by song, song yeah. by
1: song. But yeah. in terms of influence, oh yeah, it's the most influential record. Yeah, right? definitely. And and I think this has the least like replay value as an album of his of, of his catalog. Like he's I'm just like, I mean, well, girl, a couple of recent. Well, yeah. yeah, we're not talking about the recent. A classic Kanye. Yeah, <laughs> prior to two thousand fifteen. Right, right. You right. know what I'm saying? Two
2: thousand fifteen and sooner. All of his records were, were banging. I mean, honestly, Twisted Fantasy on back.
1: Yeah, that's right. Twisted <laughs> Fantasy on back. Yep, yep, all of those were banging. Yep, yep. That yep. was probably 2015, 2015, Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Cool. That record was was classic. Mm. But yeah, this record, but when you start talking about mixing, mm. uh, this one is one where It's not adventurous. Right. It's not experimental. Mm. But when you every damn song on this record has a beautifully balanced stereo mix. Yes. That means when you put it on, the keys are gonna be here, your strings gonna be here. It's gonna sound completely balanced. Yes. And it's gonna sound really full in a way that like other records don't. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're like, why does it sound so full? And it's all this space and this vocal just cuts down the middle.
2: Oh, it's like butter. So clean. All of the all of the Uh, vocals. Yeah. Cut so clean, man like even when he's doing the distortion shit yeah. and stuff it's just so fucking beautifully clean and there's no ad-libs on this record nah no. it's just it's straight just one track, track. One yeah. track vocals <laughs> yeah yeah so
1: uh you know i think that might also be why they could do so much stereo shit mm-hmm. you know because like look he just got one vocal track right we could just basically just move everything out here mm-hmm. put him right in the middle and it just totally works yeah but yeah this record man like sonically listen to the headphones it will hit you way differently
2: yeah very much so
1: and that's uh, number four Uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back what up everybody quick reminder super duty tough work hoodies back in stock we got smalls back in stock medium back in stock large back in stock extra large back in stock 2xl sold out already my bad y'all but yeah Every other size of the Super Duty Tough Mark hoodie is back in stock and available at weightless.net. Go there, order yours, and support the movement. Rep the squad. Back to the show.
2: Okay. Let me
0: see. Where are we at?
2: Final three. Bang, bang, bang. Mm. Top three. Top three joints. We made it, baby. Yeah, we here. Uh,
1: top three headphone albums of all time. Man somebody's gonna be mad about these selections
2: yeah i think so. but you can't be if you listen to these records right if right. you really listen to all of these records in headphones yeah. like without thinking you know i like this artist i don't like this artist if you listen to it for the quality of the sound of the album yes you know what i'm saying you really can't be mad at anything on this yeah. list
1: yeah because there were records that sounded better mm-hmm. but didn't have a stereo right. presence right they did, they weren't headphone albums right so there are records that might sound better than some of the ones we named mm-hmm. but they just weren't made for the joints right. so i'm like they didn't make the list right 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 and so at the same time just because a record makes this list doesn't mean we think this is a top hip hop record of all time right. it's just the best headphone record mm-hmm. you know and so number 3 you know this one could have been number 1 <laughs> it could have been it's probably one of my favorites <laughs> oh man Number three, top headphone album of all time: The Roots, "Things Fall Apart."
2: This thing, this came out when I was in college in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I remember this record. Yeah, oh. the multiple covers. Come on, man!
1: <laughs> this record was fire sonically. I was like, I'd never heard a record that sounded this good. Oh no! This was at, when this came out. This was the first time I was like, oh, I've never heard a record sound like hip hop, mm-hmm. but still be so clean, so clean, and sonically just like flawless. Dog. Like there's no, there's not a chink in this record's armor sonically,
2: vocals, instruments everything
1: and it, it's got that this record has that rare combination of the vocals are adventurous mm-hmm. the music is adventurous mm-hmm. and it's experimental yeah but it's still it's classical it's, it's classic that's classic record yeah easily and so like you know it starts off with like the completely stereo shit mixed up uh, the, the argument right yep. it starts out with the denzel and, mm-hmm. and it was this nice argument yep. about the music and it's moving left and right uh-huh. you know what i'm saying and then it's, it's like you come out of that shit and it's just like yo then you go into act one and this one's like yo after you get done with the with the with that it's like black thought in his first song this uh, act when he's mixed at three o'clock mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. the drums are at nine o'clock <laughs> so you got drums over here black thought looks like he's coming from over here <laughs> right but right. You, it sounds normal sounds so good it's perfectly balanced yeah you know what I'm saying so it's like maybe this is what I was listening to when I did Unforeseen Shadows
0: I'm like cause I was doing some weird yeah, shit like was doing like
2: this some on crazy there. shit well, now that I think about it cause this was around the same time yeah this yeah this came out like 97 yeah 97,
1: 98 yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah this shit I was definitely listening to this record <laughs> like why uh, did I do that yeah like
2: yeah. Cinderella Complex come on man oh man I was doing shit like yeah, that yeah he was yeah yeah not as well as this record right was right yeah he was, he was putting in the work <laughs> me versus myself yeah kinda yeah. have yeah
1: yeah so yeah, like the second song, you know, it's like okay. So thirdly, you got uh, Malik B when he come in in the center, and then it's like his entire verse is playing hard left. Well, he he rhymes at the center, then he's got a muffled version,
2: yeah, of the same verse. Same verse. That's to the left. To the left. It's like, like backups, but yeah, it's not. No, it's like harmony almost. Yeah.
1: You get like, what's going on over mm-hmm. here? And then he's still. He still has ad libs for that verse. Yeah. That's coming up the middle. Yeah. Over there. hmm so You're like, what the fuck am I listening to? <laughs> yeah. Right. It's so good. It's so good, man. So, it's like, you know, uh, that's table of contents. Then you step into this realm. Hmm. Another extreme Some
2: example. Come on,
1: man. So you got the you got the hi-hats pan, hard left at three, snare at one o'clock, kick center. <laughs> the fuck? Come on, man. It's like Malik B's verse. Rotates around your head the yep. entire time mm-hmm. during a step into this world. It's like <laughs> the entire time. It never stops in the middle. Oh, man.
2: Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> so much good shit. Double trouble. With most deaf and Black oh thought. come on the hook the alone
1: it, when it starts out and they're just ad libbing like uh, uh, yeah тр- one two and then it's like okay what's going on you got most deaf on your left mm-hmm. and you got black thought on your right yep. ad libbing completely different random things
2: <laughs> right and it, but
1: it, <laughs> it sounds sounds, so sounds good. great it sounds so good you would never catch that it's like that it sounds mm-hmm. like you're in the room with them like one dude's on this side of you rapping dude over there like oh mm-hmm. shit and then and once they start rhyming it moves back to the center yeah during the rhyme And then, like you're saying once you get the chorus again as they go back and forth with the interplay yep. it's left and right again yep. this record man is is a, is a is, I, I feel like this was the one that really kind of took us to the modern era yeah of like stereo
2: mixing and even the instrumental on there the um the keys like switch yes, the, the doo-doo, 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 yes. That, that part yes yeah
1: yes yeah man so that's number <clears throat> three the roots things fall apart number two Mm. and there's two records at number two yeah two records because they're both so oh god yeah so number two and we have two a and two b Mm -hmm. number two a is kendrick lamar Mm -hmm. it's a pimple butterfly Mm -hmm. and kendrick lamar good kid mad city
2: ali is a beast (laughs) yeah (laughs) ali is a beast i couldn't choose between these two no man because no No.
1: one is Mm. like Uh, to pimp a butterfly is slightly more adventurous
2: yes because of the jazz shit yeah Yeah, the acid jazz kind of shit yeah
1: yeah and so you got weird a little more weird stereo things going on Mm -hmm. and the interludes on on good kid man city yeah but they're not so like what's crazy like the the opening interlude with like where's some car hat shit Yep. when you listen to his parents from the phone shit you can tell that like they were it's when the guy, when the father's like, she's like, oh, your dad want to talk to you. Yeah, he's on, he's kind of on he's the, in,
2: he's in the he's back, in back of the room. yeah. And you can hear him come yeah, up. Yeah. hear
1: the phone, she's in the back yelling at him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wait a minute. And he, it's like, yo, this is, shit is really, really sick. Yeah. It starts the album off like that. Yeah. There's a lot of moments on there, but every song is like, uh, master
2: class in stereo music. oh man so full yes but, but the irony is that there's not a lot going on in music no it's not the you know, beats the uh, both for both of these albums actually yeah. the beats are pretty simple mm-hmm. but they're v- mixed perfectly everything has its own place in the mix yes the, everything yes. is placed like just perfectly in its own place and his voice yes. when he does all the weird like voices and stuff and oh man yeah, yeah. it's so good
1: yeah like uh you know, onto on Pimper Butterfly, institutionalized new oh, yeah. complexion, Black of the Berry. If you want to hear some some really, you know, next level stereo mixing, those those are the ones. Mm-hmm. Listen to that in headphones. Yeah. But but every record on, on this song, on this album isn't like that. There's some records exactly. where it's just straight up the middle. Yeah, But when he when he takes it there, it's like, oh shit, shit's coming from everywhere. And the music is paying all wild mm-hmm. and shit. But yeah, that one, Good Kid, Matt City, and you know, the Pimper Butterfly, it's like, come on, man. Yeah. This shit is fucking crazy. There's songs where like guitar comes in and mostly left. You know, like the song Sharrain. Oh uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Keys are rotating around the whole time. I gotta read my notes. Um, the guitar comes in, it's mostly left. Singing is mostly left. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, it's fucking crazy. Bitch don't care about same thing. Oh yeah. yeah. Stuff coming from different angles, but it's really balanced. Mm-hmm. And like those two records, they could probably be number one. Yeah. Because I feel like the, um, Good Kid Mad City to me was like what kind of restarted the whole concept album thing.
2: Oh, yeah. There was no concept album probably a whole decade before, Yeah, you know, like on a a major. Yes. Not on a major. Nah. Since
1: what we grew up on. Yeah. That was it. It was just songs. Mm -hmm. And then he kind of jump started concept records again with this. Yeah. With that one. And but then at the same time, like the mixing on it. Was so dope that you couldn't front on these records. Yeah, like I don't, I don't even, I don't call myself a Kendrick Lamar fan like
2: that. Right. But
1: man, oh man, he's a bad <laughs> motherfucker. Man. He's a bad motherfucker. Yes. This shit. Like yes. you yes. can't listen to these. You you have to give it up, mm-hmm. whether it aesthetically pleases you or not. What he does, you're like, oh, I don't care about taste. Mm-hmm. Technically, this shit is top flight. Yes. You can't front on. This can't shit, front. You know. So that's number two. Which could be number one. Right. Because, you know, this list is really, you know. <laughs> you yeah, can yeah, you can switch them all up. Okay, so number one. Last joint. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of the one that kind of started it all for me mm-hmm. in terms of noticing stereo mixes and the number one is a tribe called quest midnight marauders yeah man now this is one that i feel i have to put at number one because they kind of explicitly state yes what they're trying to do yes with sonically on this record <laughs> right and it was so long ago like in the early 90s they're like yes we're, tr- we're marauding for eardrums we're yeah. making some shit that sounds good here and at nighttime and
2: in your car yeah
1: which is what this record does dude It just sounds fucking great. It
2: sounds beautiful.
1: You know, like uh, the first song starts out, you know, uh, with the cuts, the cuts are far left. Mm -hmm. Vocals are slightly right. Then you got 8 million stories. All the Q-tips ad-libs are are rotating around your head. He does that on a lot of this record, like where it's like, he'll be ad-libbing some shit. And you be like, where the fuck is it? He'll be left, Mm -hmm. he'll be right. Yeah. And then during the choruses, he'll just be all, (laughs) all over the place, all over the place. Like, yo, he's behind, he's coming all over the place. He's left, he's right. It's just like true, and this was early before people were really doing it like that, you know. So it's like the the song that has the most stereo mix is "Lyrics to Go." Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Because my guitar come in. Mm-hmm. Do 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 yep. just back and fact,
2: back and forth. Come on,
1: man. The riff is just bouncing around on the chorus. You know, you got it echoes out, and then you know it switches sides when it. It's just. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's just all over the place. Right. It's fucking crazy shit. Like, oh my God, you know, the stereo's kind of sampley You know what I'm saying? So it's like, this record is fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what, well, it's 92, 93? Yeah. 93, I think.
2: It was one of the first ones that was really, really dipping into that bag. Yes. You know? Yeah. And purposefully. Yes purposefully i mean listen to the fucking intro yes they tell you they tell you they from you know it's jump about to be it's about to go down <laughs> yes. if you don't have headphones you should get them now
1: right right it's gonna be a sonic experience <laughs> yeah 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 man so that's why that's number one with me man and so you know if you're home if you're in the comments let us know what you think mm-hmm. you know let us know what you think about your favorite albums that you heard in the headphones because obviously we're gonna miss some oh yeah yeah um, yeah and uh there are some that we might not agree on and I mean, there's some records that you know shit probably sound crazy as shit Mm -hmm. but you know this doing this made me realize just how far stereo mixing has come oh yeah it's different now yeah it's different now because I would I would wager since this Kendrick record a lot of stereo records are coming out and you know
2: bigger budgets and people are spending money on that now yeah that's why I'm saying like some of the records of that genre that will not be named Uh, but that's why like a lot of those I've heard and yeah. read about that like the mix <laughs> the mixing and engineering is like really top-notch. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm yeah. saying? So but
1: that's dope. That's dope. So I'm gonna read them <coughs> back. I'm gonna read them back. Number of honorable mention was Diggable Planets Blowout Calm. Number 10, Triqua Quest, Low End Theory. Number nine, Kanye West, my dark twisted fantasy. Number eight, Roots Illadelph Half-Life number seven the nonce world ultimate number six organized confusion the equinox number five outcast equimini number four kanye west 808s and heartbreaks uh, number three the roots things fall apart number two kendrick lamar to pimp a butterfly and number one a tribe called quest midnight marauders word hope you enjoyed this episode we'll see y'all next week Peace, peace.
0: Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about I mean, super duty, tough work. (laughs)